Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Coffee and Collaborations. Um, I am your host, Kimberly Winborn. My company is Kimberly Winborn LLC, and a component of that is Coffee and Collaborations Media. I don't want to belay the time, as people say, um, because we have a lot to cover this morning. I have some amazing guests. You guys have noticed who have been watching. I've been doing the panels lately. Those have been um, absolutely amazing. And one of the things that I truly love to inspire is entrepreneurship. As you know, I am a finance coach. For those who don't know, I'm a certified financial education instructor. And I do believe that entrepreneurship is a tool for financial freedom. Uh, the Ultimate Fan Podcast is actually a new name for what was once Coffee and Collaborations Podcast. Now that has evolved into a media company. And um, so the Ultimate Fan Podcast is one of those that are within the media company. And FAN is actually an acronym for Friends Accountability Network. So I'm bringing my Friends Accountability Network to you every Day to give you business tips, help you to scale your business, help you to grow in your communication, help you in marketing, finance, all of the different things where we could build our protective villages, mentors, coaches, all of those things as entrepreneurs, especially when we're starting off and we don't have the money sometimes to sit down with all of these high value people that we know we need. So you can jump on the podcast and get some tips and tools every week. And so I want to continue to inspire entrepreneurship. And one form of entrepreneurship is multi-level marketing. Multi-level marketing has created some of the most millionaires of any industry of any section or sector of entrepreneurship. Did you guys know that? Like, and so many people are afraid of it because we have these dishonest people that do horrible things, but that's in any industry. So, and in any area of life, even on your job, you know somebody who did you wrong oftentimes, right? And so we can't take the sour apples and hold on to that sour apple. If you just let it sit in your hand and rot, then what's going to happen? You can have a stinking sour, sour apple that has worms and all types of stuff, maggots, that never produce anything other than staying in your hand and being nasty, right? We want to elevate and evolve every step of the way. And so I have these experts here who have been in this industry of direct sales and multi-level marketing for uh, years. I think the person that has the less amount of time is probably 10 years. I don't know. Everybody's been a long time. So I want them to introduce themselves, welcome you, their network, and um, then we'll continue the conversation. So we'll start with Tamika Maddox, who is a consultant for legal services. If you could introduce yourself and just in your own words, tell what you feel is multi define multi-level marketing in your own words. Okay, absolutely. I'm Ms. Kimberly Winborn. First and foremost, I definitely just want to thank you for what you have been doing for the industry. I thank you so much for bringing us all uh, together here. But um, yeah, my name is Tamika Maddox, and um, I have 
been in the industry now since 2006, quite a while, affiliated with the company, but more actively pursuing the business side of the house for about eight years now. And um, I, I work in social justice and economic empowerment, really ensuring that people in all communities business owners, families, and individuals, they have that affordable access and, and resources yeah. to get their legal needs met. So I, I also assist people in changing their financial trajectories with opportunities that help them in generating that additional household income. The affiliate company program that I've actually partnered to do this is Legal Shield. So, and you know, a component of that is multi-level marketing, network yeah. marketing. And the great thing about this industry it is the opportunity, the massive opportunity that it really affords you that traditionally you just won't see in a W-2 opportunity. Yeah. You know, the, the tax advantages, the growth potential, the opportunity to actually get paid what you're worth as opposed to being limited to an, an hourly wage. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm definitely looking forward into diving into this more. Absolutely. No ceiling. I love that. No ceiling, limitless. I'll go up to Jill. What about you? Can you, in your own words, define multi-level marketing and tell us who you are? Yes. Hey, everyone. Oh, thank you so much for this opportunity, Kimberly. I am so passionate about this industry. Uh, my name is Jill Warness. I'm a holistic health coach. I am the wife of a chiropractor. We've been involved in natural health for over 25 years. And um, over those years, as you can imagine, we've been approached with the latest and greatest of health crazes, um, all kinds of different products people have wanted us to endorse. And I always had my eye on network marketing because I saw the freedom that it could really create. And in a lot of other companies, you only see a couple of people who have made it to the top. And when I found my company, um, I found average men and women, moms and dads who were able to invest $35 and <laughs> then turn that into a six figure plus income working from your home, working from the stadium stands from the carpool line. And, um, I just think it's the best, yeah. most underrated, most understood industry out there. 80% of women who make over $100,000 are doing it with a home-based business. Mm -hmm. And uh, freedom, 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 I think is what it's all about. Freedom, freedom, freedom. That's her word for multi-level marketing. Freedom, freedom, freedom. I love it. I love to be free. Who doesn't love to be free? <laughs> Everybody loves to be free. So just keep that in mind. Um, next up, we have the upgraders, Dexter and Tanya Scott. Define multi-level marketing right. and then tell us who you are. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. So network marketing, uh, in our opinion, Tanya and I have been saying this for years, is it is personal development on steroids. <laughs> That's really what it is. It's I agree. It's, yeah, it's such an amazing vehicle for you to get into. And then within a matter of time, you, you're operating on a higher level. And the only way you can, you can do that is by studying and learning from those who've already done it, reading books, uh, whatever it is that you need to do to get yourself to that level so that you can lead your team. 
So that's why right. we say it's personal development steroids. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And even like my sister Jill here said, it is freedom. Um, it helps us. It, we've grown so much, yeah. as my husband said, with personal development. But when you come into an industry like this, um, it's one that actually opens up so many doors for you in your own life. What do I mean by that? Uh, for a lot of people, you know, they're looking for things and it's stepping into this industry. You're able to find so much. Yes. In personal development. Yes. in finding that I am an entrepreneur and see, we can go deep into that right there because this is something that's instilled in every living soul. Yeah. But a lot of people don't know how to tap into that. So this right here is a major entryway for that. And we are yeah. able to pretty much live the lifestyles that we've always desired with this industry of direct sales. Yeah, And Kim, thank you for having us on the platform with such excellent uh, leaders. We're excited to be here. Awesome. Yeah, I thank you all for being here and saying yes to me. I really do. <laughs> this is so exciting for me. I think of all the words that you all just shared um, and then the, the gifts of entrepreneurship within those words. Uh, one of the things that you just said, Tanya, made me think of the word fear. So many people walk in fear throughout our lives in various levels. And as a result, it holds us back. We may have a fear of something totally different than actually sales or fear of something totally different than, than actually being an entrepreneur, but it holds us back from opportunities. And why I clapped about personal development is because personal development is one of those tools, developing yourselves personally. Let me just switch it around. What personal development is, um, is one of those tools that helps people to overcome fear. And we need it on our jobs. We need it in our churches. We need it in our homes. We need it in so many places where it is not in bed as a systematic thing. And uh, that's one of the things I love about multi-level marketing is that it is a part of the system, uh, personal development. So good morning, Miss Teresa Jones. She said, hello, Tanya. I think I remember you through Mary Kay. I still sell, by the way. All right, so Tanya, Teresa, uh tanya re teresa remembers tanya and teresa's in mary Kay. i thought i forgot about that teresa that's right and so that's also a form of uh another direct sales company one of the bigger ones and so um all of these geniuses on here are going to help us this morning with those who are sitting on the fence maybe about entrepreneurship itself which by definition does stand for or mean risk some level of risk but risk is good jumping over the fence sometimes is back to what jill and tanya said freeing right and fact a financial fact a family that brings in an additional 400 to 500 dollars per month can get debt free. It can help them to travail to that level of financial freedom that they, and financial security, which is a big one for women that they have wanted. And so four to $500, that's it additional. And you can do that through entrepreneurship. You can do that through this form, direct sales. Jill mentioned that you could come in in some at, at $35. And some I've seen lately where you could come in through COVID at $10. I've seen where you could come in for free, you know. And so there's such an opportunity to have a system put in place 
at a low cost for you to make thousands, even millions of dollars. So I'm excited to get into these questions that I um, sent to everyone and then the conversation that will organically evolve. Um, so one of the questions that I wanted to ask each of you is how long you've been an entrepreneur outside of multi-level marketing in general. And do you see a difference that really stands out between just like standard entrepreneurship, if you were, and multi-level marketing, the pros and the cons. Tamika, were you an entrepreneur before this? No, I I, um, I absolutely was not. My background is it, I was full-time active duty in the military and I was going to school to complete my degree when I was introduced into to Legal Shield. So I've been an entrepreneur for eight years. Five of those have been full-time and fully sustaining. And, you know, the thing that, that really drew me into this industry was that you can start off with a small time commitment, make additional income. I mean, you said it best, you know, an additional $300, $500 would change a household. It would absolutely change a financial trajectory of, of, yeah. of a household or, or of a person, right? So yeah, with absolutely. that small time commitment, I, I was looking to make some additional income and th that there was just a huge growth potential into something that would give me advantages, as I mentioned early, that, you know, uh, just a regular w W2 would not offer. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, my plate was already full, but, but network marketing, MLM industry, it allows you to earn additional income in those pockets of time. You know, when you're in the military, Uncle Sam owns your time, <laughs> right? That's a, good, that's a good point. Yeah, that's yeah, a good so, point. Absolutely. So, you know, I saw that I could utilize those small pockets of time around other obligations that that I already had with the option to transition full time when I was ready to do so. Yeah. And yeah. So love that. Yep. What about and, you, uh, Jill or the upgraders? Were you an entrepreneur prior to uh, multi-level marketing? And what are some of the pros and cons or differences? Yeah, we were. My husband is a chiropractor, as I said, and in uh, 2009, we opened our brick and mortar, um, our own clinic. And if you can imagine the lease, the equipment, the the huge output for a brick and mortar, um, employees and um, all of the taxes that go into that, all of the headaches that go into that. And so we've always been entrepreneurial minded um, but like I said, I always had this idea about if I could find the right company with the right products, with the right leadership, then I knew sky was the limit. And, um, you know, Tamika mentioned, you know, 300 to $500 a month is life changing for so many people. And that's what the, the first um, kind of level of folks in my company make. And that's just for helping three people. Three mm -hmm. people on a health journey who want to um, improve their immunity, lose a little bit of weight, have more energy, have better sleep. And so, um, and as you said, Kimberly, you know, you've seen it as cheap as free. Well, for the rest of the month, it's a dollar. It's a dollar to get started. And so we put out probably over $100,000 in equipment mm -hmm. and everything to start a business. And this is one dollar. The huge difference is you have to have belief. You have to go into this with a mindset of winning. And I don't care what Aunt Jenny says. 
I don't care what my sorority sister Susie has to say. They don't pay my bills. I know that I can do this. And just having that belief, I think, really sets you up for success from day one. Yeah. And that's one of the things, too. You know, when you talk about belief, um, I'm sure you guys have run into so many people that don't. And I want to talk in a few minutes after Dexter and Tanya answer the last question. I want to talk about that, creating that opportunity for people um, through your programs when it comes to belief. You know, like what are you doing with your teams in order to help them along the way? Because it is sort of a mentorship coach a uh, life coach situation sometimes when you're building teams. And so uh, Dexter and Tanya, if you want to answer about where you entrepreneurs before and then, you know, now and the difference between yeah. the, the two uh, levels of entrepreneurship. Okay. Well, yeah, well I left uh, <laughs> my, my uh, career in government to hop into mm -hmm. uh, a business model, which is I was a real estate appraiser for several years. And mm -hmm. when I leaked out to start my own business, that's when everything crashed. So <laughs> with, with the market, yeah, so the, the market <laughs> crashed. So I never really, I never really got running in in that industry, although I had a lot of experience. So mm -hmm. Tanya and I both came to the industry uh, from uh, government experience, but then we developed our upgraders business by coming in it created a beast for us uh, that we were already international speakers and those kinds of things. It just actually enhanced what we were already doing. So, wow. you know, there's a, there's something that says, uh, you know, the more you pay, the more you pay attention. Mm -hmm. And I believe that is so true, except for this industry, because like Jill was saying, we weren't specials with, uh, with the company that we're in $5 enrollments, all we're doing Christmas in July right now, which is phenomenal. And if people get their mind right, then they can see that this opportunity can change their lives. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. And for yeah. me, it's always it's always started off with direct sales. So here I am at MLM. You heard my sister say she remembers me from Mary Kay. Absolutely. Didn't know what I was doing, but I was there, <laughs> you know, so there was always something that was drawing me and it was like, OK, I'm trying, you know, and it was really great, you know. And then I will pull back. Why? The fears. I had a lot of fears. Yeah. I made excuses, reservations. So it, I, I pray that even in this this time that we're spending together, that people actually hear and they yeah. really take the time to, to listen and to receive and to think. OK. And this is why Good. I say this, because even as Jill was speaking and she talked about, you know, just what the things that you learn and and just how it's, it comes here. She kept doing this. I said, because it's so big, it doesn't matter what you think. But a lot of people don't know that. And that's what we mean when we say when you enter into this industry, the door is going to open you up to so much. And one of yeah. the things that you're going to find is you. Yeah, I hope you hear me on that, because one of the things that you will find is who you are, because it's going to begin to shed off things that are present that keep us back. And what we don't really realize for a lot of people is that this country of America, there's a system that's set up. So when we sit there and watch television, because it tells you a vision. Yeah. And we watch this thing from the onset. Yeah, it paints the go to college, 
get the degree and getting married, get the white picket fence. You're going to have the children. This is what it looks like. And it's wonderful, but there's mm-hmm. so much more. There are no limitations to what it is that we can have and what we can do. And this industry sets it up. So yes, we did start it off in that way, you know, where for me, mm-hmm. it was here and that's where we get to grow. And from here, there are now more businesses, you know, yeah. but I didn't yeah. start off doing something before it, but so much has grown from us because of it. Because of it, absolutely. Uh, Dr. Sandra Wall yeah. Williamson, network marketing is an awesome industry. That is my mentor, uh, my spiritual mentor, and uh, in so many other ways, business and everything. And so, what are some of the myths? I want to get into the personal development in a bit, but I want to know some of the things that people have come to you and said. You know, I don't know if I could do this or I don't want to do this. It looks like you guys are doing great, but you got in early. And so I won't ever, you know, what are some of the, I know I've heard that before. People say that about multi-level marketing. What are some of the other things that you've heard and some of the myths that you can debunk that come up in your mind right now for somebody who may be needing this industry, needing, you know, an outlet to entrepreneurship, but it just on the edge about it. What are some deep things you can debunk, myths you can debunk? Let's start with Jill this time. Well, from the jump, this is not a pyramid scheme. Pyramid schemes are illegal. (laughs) So let's just get that off the table. Um, Network marketing is direct sales. So instead of the manufacturer paying some celebrity to endorse their products, paying for those commercials, paying Walmart or some other store to stock them. And and all of these middlemen, you go straight from the company to the uh, representative. So I'm an ambassador in my company. That's what we're called. There's distributors. There's all kinds of names for things. Um, And I'm the face for the company. So instead of paying you know, Jennifer Aniston to do the skincare and then putting it on the shelves at Walmart. They save all of that money and they give it to you. Mm -hmm. Then because you tell your friends about it and they tell their friends about it and they tell their friends about it, I get paid for seven levels in my company. Um, And that's the beauty of network marketing. I support my team. Uh, I talk to them about how to build their business. I don't make money unless they are successful. So it is in my best interest to help them be successful. And um, this whole thing about, well, you're going to get ripped off. You're going to lose money. I've heard a couple of those things before. I don't, I don't know how, like, from day one, my paycheck has just grown. I mean, my first paycheck, I looked at it, it was like over $700. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing here. If I made this and I wasn't even really trying, then gosh, I wonder what I could make if I really went all in and treated this like a business and not just kind of like a hobby. Mm-hmm. I say to folks, hobby time, hobby money, full time mm-hmm. <laughs> time. Yeah. Full-time money, so. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, I've heard that story several times where somebody kind of jumped into doing something, maybe it was a friend that you trusted, and um, then found that they were making money and was like, wow, what if I did, you know, 
pay more attention to this, what could really happen. Mm -hmm. So I've heard that several times. And I think that's one of the reasons why this industry, this this uh, network marketing works because of those sort of aha moments. You know, that's a that's a new awakening moment for somebody. And, and, and it happens to so many people over and over again that are looking for new birth moments, new awakening moments in their lives to believe in themselves. And it's like, wow, these people trust me to do this and I can make money. Whoa, let me let me let me actually see what I did and let me do that again. And um, so that's one of the things that I, I really I like listening to the stories, y'all. I do. I'm just like, yeah, because y'all, I think you know my energy. I'm gonna celebrate everybody. And I'm like, what you made two dollars? Like, <laughs> oh, you made two thousand, you know, as you keep going up. And so I love edification. So to the upgraders, what about that question? Some things you've had to de debunk, some myths that were ingrained, and uh, you've been able to help your team to grow as a result of overcoming those. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Kim. Great question. So Tanya and I, we, I was a victim of a horrible layoff, right? So yeah. we had the energy, we had the desire to take care of our family. So Tanya mm -hmm. and I, with positioning, getting in at the right time, and who we are, that's key, mm -hmm. because you take it with you wherever you go. So that's we were true. able to take who we are to our industry. And Tanya and I yeah. were blessed to earn our first seven, 18 months. So we went after it. We hit it hard. And so there's a myth out there that says, oh, you just got in early. That's why you made money. Mm -hmm. uh -uh. That is not true. That is a myth because if you are leaping around from, we've seen people leap around to different companies and they never get yeah. the success that they want because they take them with themselves. You still got to personally develop where people will follow you. And, and that's, that's, a, that's a key. That's good. Yep. So that one, again, I mean, we could, we're so connected. <laughs> when, what Jill said, that yeah. was a major one for us to do the pyramid scheme. And then mm -hmm. one that I would talk, and I'll say it in this way, uh, of not where there's like, it's not a real business. I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they think about it being a get rich quick deal with that because it's not um the, like even for what my husband said first 18 months not everybody's story you know what we want to do is not paint a picture necessarily that oh this is what's going to happen it goes back again to what we were saying uh, when when jill was even saying that too it's like you know whatever you want whatever you put into it is what you'll also get out and that's with all of us and we're at different places and levels so these are things that we teach to your point what are you teaching what are you sharing it's this when we talk about who it is that you're connected to as well yeah. has a lot to do with it so the thing is like it is not a get rich quick scheme it is a business and it's a matter of what it is that we do the things that uh we put into place uh the strategic planning that goes on we have four principles personally for our organization business intelligence which is pretty much strategy in integrity professionalism and patience those are our four key principles for this organization and what we're doing and we're like there's a way to do everything and you have to make sure that you're doing it with substance i don't care what it is it could be opening up a dunkin donuts and it could be getting started in your direct sales business and that's what we do it's not a scheme it is a business 
Absolutely. Not a scheme. It is a business. Um, Tamika, do you have anything to add to that? The debunking of the myths <laughs> to be able yeah. to help your people to, you know, see the light. Absolutely. And, and I really just um, want to caveat on a lot of things that has, have already been said with Dexter, Tanya, as well as Jill. But, um, you know, one of the ones that, that I'm sure everybody has heard collectively is why do I have to pay for a job? And, you, you know, that's just it. This is it, it, it is not a job. So really, that's that's just a whole mindset mindset shift. And you kind of understand that it's really an introduction to a whole new industry. But, you know, one thing I know for certain, two things I know for sure, money is going to flow outside of your household. Either it's going to be spent or it is going to be invested with network marketing. At least you have an opportunity to be able to invest that that money to, to put yourself in a position to be able to bring that that more and then some yeah absolutely so that being said i want to talk a bit about mindset and helping people to get there so when you're you know overcoming these objections and different things like that and you have someone that you really see they want to do it they can't i mean everybody can we can all do anything that we put our minds to right but they just have so many limiting beliefs even throughout the process they're they're gaining, but they're still, you know, doubting themselves and all of that. Can you share with us a little bit about uh, mentorship on mindset and then how the different things that you may do daily in order to upgrade? I'm going to use you guys names in order to upgrade and, and stay focused and stay um, developed and inspired and motivated. So we all start with the upgraders since I, I use your name. <laughs> yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Can you hear us now? Yes. Uh huh. Can you guys, Tamika and Jill, okay. can you hear them? Yes. They're coming in and out for me. Okay. Okay. You okay. look clear yeah, we're, now. We're, we're, we're all in the hotel. Okay, great. Oh, okay. okay. So, yes. Got You got us now? Okay. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. we'll just talk. All right. So, we're good. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we're in the hotel, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, uh, you know, mindset is our baby. You know, where the mind goes, the energy flows, what you focus on expands. So yeah, when we get people inside of our business, it's like, okay, we got to work with your mind. And we try to teach them is you have to begin with the end in mind. What is it that you yeah. want to see? And we take them through that process to say, you have to energetically feel where you want to be first. And then you can, it's not have to be, it's be, do, have. Have, yeah. And when you implement that strategy, then you're able to expand what it is that you want to see. So it is work. It is coaching. It is mentorship on another level. That's why I said it's personal development on steroids. I mean, you really, uh, you really learn a lot if you implement yourself, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Love what Tamika said too. And I'll say it, I'll say this. Uh, what do we do a lot, honey? When you talk about the mindset, I mean, we really tap into that uh, when we talk with people, when we talk to anybody, honestly. Here's something that I say often, even when I talk to leadership, when we come together, when we're planning and mm -hmm. it's this it's this point kind of referencing Tamika, a lot of people come to this industry, but they come from jobs. They come as employees. They've mm -hmm. never done entrepreneurship. And oftentimes when people work with, the, with them, we, we like to give them goals. We like to give them uh, 
uh, things to do, but we talk to them as if they're a three percenter. And a lot of times we don't coach people as the 97 percenters that they are. So if we do that, that's mm. when you're going to begin to do what? Change the mind. You're going to begin mm. to yeah. deal with those things that's causing blockages. And I say this often. I pray that you can hear me because I understand it is kind of freezing a little bit, but I pray that you're hearing me. Uh, but one yeah, of the good. things that I would talk about often is good. One of the things mm -hmm. I would talk about often, even in that is, is you know, dealing with dealing with people as a, the 97 percent of that they are is I can it's what we do is easy. I can tell you how to call people. I can tell you how to set up a meeting. I can tell you how to share information. This is what's easy about it. Everybody knows how to talk. Everybody knows how to write down a list of people to get in contact with. Everyone knows how to say hello. Everyone knows how to dial the phone. What we do isn't hard. Is that we do. What's mm -hmm. These are the blockages. They come from not feeling good about yourself. Did it break up? Yeah, it's breaking up. You said what we do isn't hard. Am I here? And then it broke up. You said what we do isn't hard and then it broke up after that. It did. Yeah, look, I said that and everybody went black on the screen to us. So it's like, where did everybody go? All right, so let me say this. Let me say this. Okay, let me say it. What we do isn't hard. It's that we do. And what is keeping people from doing it? Oftentimes, it's the low self-esteem, not having the confidence, the fears that come on board. Those are the things that have to be dealt with. If I'm going to talk to someone all day long about prospecting, about, you know, talking to people, sharing your product or whatever the case may be, but don't have the confidence within themselves. They don't understand within themselves who they are. They're not able to walk into the true essence of who God has created them to be. Those are the limitations that keep them from doing what? Being successful. So we mm -hmm. have to deal with that. We've got to talk about the mind. There's got to be a shift that's taking place. And that's why it is key to anybody's success. I don't care what you're doing, what industry it is, but it's valuable here in direct sales. Yeah. And Jill, I want to go to you next, but I want to add this. When somebody says when you're talking, we're still talking about mindset. So keep that question. But also the thought that um, I, I don't want to sell, you know, you I'm sure you've heard that. I don't want to sell. I'm not good at selling. I don't want to call people. I don't want to sell. So mindset, you got that question. But in relation to that comment, what is your response? Great. Please come on my team because nobody likes a salesperson. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what salespeople, I think you can, in this industry, it was like Bob in a polyester suit with a bad <laughs> toupee. And he was, you know, kind of shifty and trying to get you to join my team. What we do is we really share. And this kind of goes right ties in with mindset. If you, you come from a posture of what I have is such a gift. Mm -hmm. The two things I think Americans are struggling with the most right now is they're struggling with their health and they're struggling with their finances. 
Yeah. And so for my company, it scratches the itch of those two things that are really, really at the top of what folks are looking for. And we just come from a perspective of sharing. You share a great restaurant that you've been to. You share a great hotel you stayed at. You share a great mascara with your friends. And this is just sharing something that is great and changing my health and my life. And so there's a great book that I really recommend for a lot of my new people. Um, it's get over your damn self mm-hmm. <laughs> because this really isn't about you. You have to take yourself out of it. And when you see that, Oh my gosh, if I don't say something, I'm doing a disservice to somebody. If I don't share this gift, if I just keep it all to myself, huddled together, my four and no more and what, or some people are like, well, you know what? We're just, we're making enough money. We're fine. I don't need to get involved in something like this. But I say to them, but look at your network. You have so many connections. You're so influential. Can you imagine the lives that you could impact? The, the lives that you could change by sharing this gift with others. Yeah. And so just talking Absolutely. to folks about getting out of that mindset of it's really not all about you. You know, I'm a Christian and I think that we have a responsibility to share the gospel with people. And mm-hmm. this is kind of the same thing. You're sharing a incredible gift, whichever company you're partnered with, which whichever that that looks like for you. It's blessed your life. It's it's changed the trajectory of your family's finances. Why wouldn't you then want to share that gift with with others? It's really an obligation. I, I say to folks, this is my joyful obligation. I have to share. That's a good point um, about sharing um, and how you can be a blessing to others instead of looking at it as selling. Um, I think that for someone that could help them absolutely to move beyond the fear, Teresa said, I feel fear comes in when people are used to a stable check because you have stable bills. How can someone move from that fear? And I think you just, you guys just answered that, um, Jill, you just said, you know, by sharing your story, you can um, share the wealth basically, you know, and so those stable bills become <laughs> wiped out, pay, you know, you have, you have security, you have that blanket um, because you have more money coming in because the more people you're sharing it with from what I gather from what you, you guys said, the more people you're sharing it with, the more opportunity to make money that you have. And uh, so Tamika, if you want to answer that, but then also share, you know, when people say I don't do sales or some of the, you know, mindset stuff that you do with your team, I want to give you the floor to answer that question as well before we move on. Okay, absolutely. Well, um, certainly want to caveat off of what Tanya said, because I think she really said it perfectly. You know, network marketing, it is a technically simple business. Everything you need to be successful within network marketing, you learn by the time you are in grade school. It's just those mental blocks that you really have to overcome. And with the mentorship that is available through the phenomenal industry of network marketing, you really just need to stay strong enough, long enough, and be intentional about that growth. Because if you can or if you think you can, it's a mental thing, right? Whatever you think, you are right. Not only are you correct in your way of thinking, but you're going to just attract more of that same thing. So if 
think you can't, you're just going to continue to attract that negativity. If you think you can, then now you have opened the doors for positivity and, and for all of those, those things to be able to walk in for your success. You know, yes. Jim mentioned it. I know you asked a question in reference of, I don't sell. Well, that's the great thing about what we do in a lot of these companies. That's why you need to make sure that you do pick the correct vehicle for what you're, you're looking to do. But we don't necessarily have to sell. I mean, technically, is it sales? Absolutely. You know, a product or a service is being yeah. rendered and income is coming your way. But that's really not the approach that that the majority of us should be taking, you know, if we are representing for the industry the right way. We yeah. are sharing information. We are yeah. educating people on services and products that really outside of us, they probably would not know about. You know, I believe it was Jill who said it earlier. You know, we we don't run these commercials. We, in essence, we are the marketing team. We are the commercials. Yeah. And a lot of times what do commercials do? They educate you. They share yeah. information. They tell you about a, a, a service or a product. And, and that's what, what, what we really do. But, um, you know, the, the mentorship is phenomenal. But I think what the, the key, key thing that you have to do, you know, you want to definitely ride on the back of that mentorship. But you have to be intentional about seeking out that growth and that knowledge on your own as well, reading the books, you know, yeah. doing those manifestations and really just just making yourself open to new possibilities. Absolutely. I got to go to the comments. We got some good comments over here. So James Branch says COVID-19 is changing the way money is earned. In some cases, it has ended the income for thousands of people. As support from the government comes to an end, network marketing can be a lifeline that changes the course of your life. The, this panel of exceptional people can help you. All right, you guys got to plug. You got to plug. I don't know if you guys know James, but you got to plug. Uh, Carrie Lynn Miles, thank you for sharing that, Jill. That really helps me. Um, and then... Sandra Wall Williams, this conversation is great. I'm going to share it with my team. Thank you. All right, Dexter, we don't sell, we tell. The story leads the way. Absolutely. And that's one of the things, I'm going to go back to that, Dexter, um, about the story. That's good. We are the advertisements, the marketing, the gift that keeps on giving. So back to what Dexter was saying, because uh, it's, it's, it's a great segue to what I was going to go to next, the story. And I think of so many people's stories that you're able to hear about um, in when you're on the stage or or um, when you follow them on social media or what have you. Like Dexter, I think of you all story, you Dexter and Tanya, and how Dexter was talking about when the market crashed, how he was laid off and some of the setbacks, life setbacks. But then how that ended up being, you know, a, a, an opportunity to lead them to the path in which they are now where you've mentored coached and helped many people to to make a lot of money and to get out of their setback. And so that's a great story of uh, who doesn't love a story of overcoming. Like when we watch these movies in the end, we want to see the the underdog win. Right. We want to see Rocky. OK, I'm telling my age, but we want to see Rocky to beat, you know, Apollo or any of the Russian or any of these people in the end. Right. Even though it's like how but anyway we want to see that we want to see the underdog win your favorite team like 
my uh, ex-husbands, the Redskins, they always lose. But we still watch the game every week in hopes. I hope I'm not making anybody bad. I think they're they're changed their name now. But anyway, we want to see them win. We come back all the time <laughs> trying to see them win. So anyway, we love the story of the victory of the underdog. And I believe that this is a, an opportunity for people to see that uh, different people's story, hear different people's stories. Uh, that's one of the things in entrepreneurship in general that attracts people. You sharing your story. They want to know that somebody else has experienced what I'm experienced. I'm not alone. Um, I can do this back to what Carrie Lynn said when she thanked um, Jill. She said that really helps her. You sharing the bit of nugget that you shared that helped her. So Mona said, love the upgraders. They're so inspiring. Yes. All of these people have inspired me. Tamika, who I met, what, four to six years ago. Jill, who I met probably around 2014. Dexter, who I first met in college. Tanya and Dexter, who I met in my neighborhood back in the day. We barely even remembered it at first. And then now continuing to connect and um, do stuff together. One of the things that we talk about on this show a lot is accountability. So can we talk about accountability for a little bit? How important is that to your life as well as your team and how you manage them? Um, are, are they off on their own? Are you keeping them accountable to things? Um, and, and then just in general in your life, let's talk about accountability for a minute. And I'll go back to Jill. Yeah. So with, with my team, I will get with them, you know, what are your goals this month? What are you reaching for? What, what, what are your goals? And then when they reveal that to me, I ask permission, you know, can I, you know, hold you accountable to these things? Do you want my feedback? Do you want my help? Because that. this is a volunteer army in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. People come into this industry and um, they've, got things going on in life. And sometimes they want to be held accountable and sometimes they don't. And I think a big key to success in this industry is having a teachable spirit. Mm -hmm. You have to be open to learning. You have to be open to coaching. You have to be open to changing. I know when I first came in, my company was still growing. It was didn't have a lot of training. It it just didn't have a lot. And so I was like a sponge. I mean, just dove in myself to everything that I could find. And I read a book very early on. It's GoPro by Eric Worre. It's, you know, the network marketing book. And I highlighted a line in the book that really, I think, set me up for future success. And it was fire your upline. Your success or your failure is not dependent upon who your sponsor is. And I was like, wow, okay. So I have nobody to blame here. <laughs> this is on me. And I think taking that amount of accountability and responsibility that, hey, you know, I, we're, my failure, my success is because so-and-so didn't help me enough and they weren't here yeah. and... It is on you. Your success, your failure is on you. Now, great leadership can change everything. Absolutely. But not everybody has that. And so 
I think that folks need to take a look at, even if they've been in the industry for a little while and well, you know, so-and-so is more successful because their upline is, their team is more, their this is more. No, at the end of the day, there are resources out there. Your success and your failure is up to you. Yeah, accountability versus uh, one of the ways I like to look at it is uh, accountability versus victim. So when I start to feel myself being a victim, then that that's like a reminder to be accountable. What can I do? So I love what you just said, because in the end, everything about our life, the trajectory, everything is is determined by our own self, our own at work, our own me. And I can't blame anybody else. But because if I'm hungry enough, I'm going to hunt that person down to say, hey, do you have five minutes to talk to me? Can't you know, I, I, I you know what I'm saying? It, and I, I can only be accountable to me. So that's the, the way I like to look at accountability versus victimization. So when I go to Dexter and Tanya and then Tamika, I want to read Carrie Lynn said, I am in tears because fear was a real thing for me. But Jill reminded me that I'm a gift and I know that I'm a gift and have mm -hmm. so much to share and want others to be blessed by what God has deposited in me. Thank you for all these treasures. So I wanted to read that. That's such a blessing. Um, so Dexter and Tanya. Yeah, so we were, Tanya and I were just sitting here thinking, this Friday, uh, we're holding for our group a private session. It's a Think and Grow Rich Mastermind. And one of the things that, yeah, one of the things that we've noticed is that we've been teaching our team mindset development principles and all kinds of things that have expanded their mind over the last seven years. Mm -hmm. And we notice that there's still the same tiptoeing around being accountable for your results. So mm -hmm. this, this training that we have this weekend is different because we told them, if you do not come with your mind open, you're not going to get what you're coming to see. And we let them know if we were out running our upgraders business and people wanted to bring us in to speak, you know, you talk about thousands of dollars that they pay us to teach on mm -hmm. these platforms. We're giving it to them at a discounted price because we're trying to get in here. So, yeah, you know, like Jill said your results, you own it, then you're going to be able to change. But if they never own it, then they're going to be spending and they're going to say they're going to say this thing doesn't work or and I'm like, does it really not, is it not working? Are you not open to the possibilities? So, you know, those are the, the kind of things we look at when we think about accountability because we do so much of this stuff. Thank you. <laughs> Listening yeah. even to Jill and because we're in industry together you're hearing that we know we understand it's the same no matter where you are what you go you just find where it is that you fit you know what feels good to you the product the company all that stuff the leadership everything but the principles they are all the same right. and yeah. yes it's 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 what you describe and they interact they just they're interwoven with each other it's like a beautiful quilt really that's being made and you'll find that everything just comes in together and builds up what it is that you want to do and that accountability that is something that you have to take responsibility for it goes back to really knowing who you are how did tanya joiner scott get to a place where she could be sitting on this platform right now 
having a conversation with all of you, sharing the innermost of her life and different things by a Facebook Live, a book, or whatever the case may be, it's because of identity. I came to a place of understanding and realizing who I am. As God's creation, here's the thing. Though we're different, we're still created by him to be, to do, and then have. We're still mm -hmm. created to serve. We're created to be here to actually bring the best of who we are into everything that we do. And not one of us, not one, not a single one of us has not been equipped with what's needed and necessary for us to succeed in life. And I pray somebody really hears me on that because that right there is where I take full responsibility for who I am, not playing that victim role, Kim, you know, yeah. not holding people responsible for my success, but taking it on for me. Now, as a leader and as a coach, what do we do? We see and we know. So there are questions that we're able to ask. You know, there's a time where we'll just tap in. There's messages that we'll send. There's functionings and say, hey, checking on you. What's going on? You know, message again and say, how is such and such going? Even as Jill described, like, what are the goals? What is it that you, what's the desire? And this is something, let me give you something, okay? Something that we've even gotten and realized. Sometimes we set goals. And when you set a goal and know this is something that you want to do and something that you're going after, is it the next rank in your company? Is it a certain amount of money that you want to do? All right, that's a great one. So you put that out there. Now it's time to really set your ambition, your daily structure. Those right there is what you now go after. See, a lot of people say, I'm going after that and their eyes is on that. But I want to take you even to a scripture where he says, I'll be the light and the lamp upon your feet and your pathway. Has anyone ever just put the light way out there? Or when you walk, do you put it to the ground? What's the next step? Where do I go next? That's what you do. So what are the steps that's going to be necessary for you to reach that goal out there that you desire to get to? And when your focus is on that, when your light is on that, when you're doing that, and this is something that you're checking out on a daily basis, come on, your accountability to yourself is so much easier as a leader. Your accountability to those that you're holding accountable becomes even easier because you have your mind focused on what's necessary to get it done. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, you, you said some strong things in there. And one of the things that really, truly stands out to me um, in all of that, uh, so much stood out, but systems, having goals, having a plan, you know, not just kind of waiting on something to just show up and, you know, have an expectation of success but actually implementing within your accountability and your faith, you know, and all of those things and, and doing the work to uh, improve self, also having a goal every day, every week, every month, having a plan, um, because that's the, that's the road to success. You guys aren't just, Hey, I smile and I'm happy and I can quote the Bible and I, you know, and all of those things and making, successful moves it's actually a process and all of you have talked about that and i love that you just pinpointed exactly the how tanya with the system you know the daily activities and so i'm gonna go over to tamika um because i want to ask about tips um from all of you three to five tips 
that you could give business owner, multi-level marketers, um, or entrepreneur, you know, other industries of entrepreneurship or other platforms of entrepreneurship, um, because we've had to pivot. We've had, we always have to pivot. This is an industry. Entrepreneurship is a, <laughs> is one of those things where you consistently have to pivot. Of course, the pandemic, of course, the pandemic was a big pivot for many. But I'm going to tell you, I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years. How many times have I had to pivot? People ask me, how do I do all the things that I do? Well, let me tell you something. When the market crashed in 2008, 2009, uh, we weren't getting all of this. The government can't help you forever. We got to help and save ourselves. And so my business, I was an owner of a barbershop and salon. And I had people coming every day to work thinking that people were going to be there because, you know, you got walk-ins, all that stuff. And we had a responsibility as the owners. Now you got to go out and do your own stuff too, but we felt a responsibility to try to have people coming in. So that's how I actually started doing events. You guys, I started doing community events in order to bring people to the salon to attract new clients during the crash. So that's how I got into events. So your story Share so many back to story. Share so many components about you, right? Um, why you do what you do in the house. So that's I just wanted to share that. But Tamika, back to you. And Teresa said, "Oh wow, preach, Tanya." I wanted to uh, share that real quick. <laughs> but Tamika, some three to five tips, and then all of you, maybe in uh, twenty seconds or less. I'll give you 30, 30 seconds or less, <laughs> three to five tips that you can give someone about entrepreneurship, about multi-level marketing, who's, who wants to have a business, but you know, it's kind of on the edge. And then also that whole pivot mindset and expectation. Gotcha. Well, real quickly, um, number one, find a company that you believe in. You know, there are so many amazing companies out there. Find that company, plant your flag within that company and then work harder on yourself than you do on your business, because there there is going to be a, a growth process that has to be made. Most of that growth is going to have to be within yourself. So find that mentorship read the books, take that time out and grow yourself, spend more time on growing yourself than you do within your company, because your company, your business will only grow to the capacity that you are. Absolutely. She said, read y'all. So I, I want to pinpoint that read. Everybody has talked about books, read, associate, listen. Okay. It's, it's not illegal anymore. Read. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Jill, we go to you. Well, I mean, I think you made a really good point about how the the culture, the pandemic has made everybody shift. And I just yeah. think Americans need to look at multiple revenue streams of income. It's just smart. So you can have your nine to five. Nobody's saying give up that if that's your passion and that's what you love. But at any second, unless you're a business owner, somebody can say layoffs are a coming. And if you do not have multiple income streams, you could be in trouble. So I just love network marketing from that perspective, too. It's for some folks just an additional income stream that you can control. And if everything gets shut down again, God forbid, you're working an online business that you can work from your phone. And so it's just smart, you know, to have those income streams. So. I think three tips is um, belief, belief, belief. <laughs> That's my biggie. 
Yeah. Belief in your industry, belief in yourself, belief in your product. Um, and there's so many good network marketing books out there about how this is a true business. Um, number two, I think, is just never stop growing. That is growing on yourself, but also growing your connections. So you've got your funnel of people. And you may have come into this industry with a ton of connections and that's great. But at a certain point, that's your warm market and that's going to dry up. So how are you growing in your connections? There's Facebook groups. There are um, there's just new activities. I started playing tennis this summer, met a whole new group of women and. Um, I think Facebook groups is a great thing, but small yeah. groups, connect groups. How are you just connecting with other people? Not with the intention of who am I going to get on my team? But I think the beautiful thing about this industry is that it takes you out of the my four and no more mindset to really begin to care about other people, to invest and um, just really connect with other humans and hear their story. And then my last thing is really set parameters. Uh, mind your time because when you're working from this on the couch and you have people wanting to contact you and, and they're excited about getting their products and starting on, you can be up till you know 11 o'clock at night and you have to set parameters. Otherwise, you're going to burn out. Yeah, that's that's really good. That's Those tips are really good. But I really like that time setting parameters. Um, a lot. So now I'll shoot it over to Dexter and Tanya. Thank you both for your tips um, and words of passion. And I want you to think about this as they answer this last question. And then we wrap up. If, if there is anything that you'd like to share, like an event or something coming up, I know Dexter and Tanya just mentioned um, something that they have coming up this weekend. I do want to give you an opportunity so that people can also get your information one last time. So after they answer this question, and if you guys want to go ahead and share while you're um, while you're up, then I'll go back to Tamika and then Jill, and we'll close out. Awesome. So we'll get this really quickly. So Tamika yeah. said something that just had me like, oh my god. She said, "You can't grow. You got to grow yourself, and then you you will grow your company. You will grow in that uh, perspective. That is yeah. amazing. We are avid readers. I stopped by a Goodwill store, got a book for fifty cents like a month ago." And this book is absolutely blowing my mind. Number one, we got to fail our way to success, period. We're not taught that in school. We have got to learn to be comfortable with failing. They asked a successful restaurant owner, when did you know you would be successful? He was being interviewed on television. He said, I knew I was, would be successful when I slept on the park bench. Mm. See, it's all right here. When you like, Fail, man, I'm going to get there. Let me just fail. Let me fail. Let me fail. When we change the definition of failing, then we're going to, but we got to get there. I had to learn that myself. Yeah. So number one is be comfortable with failing. Right. Um, that's a good, that's one. And we're sitting here thinking like, what can we give It's so much. But the second one that I say is get comfortable with no, and don't take it personally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, not now. I a lot of times what blocks many people is because when we hear it, it's as if I'm doing something wrong. And I'll say this to you, as I say, very simply put, and I ask the team, I say, how many of you all have gone through a McDonald's drive through and they say, do you want to supersize it? And did you say no? Mm -hmm. And do they still ask? Do they can they still do it? 
have they closed? Don't take it. <laughs> and my thing with that even is you even said no. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. So I, I pause intentionally because I want that to rest. <laughs> Absolutely. Right there. And then lastly, Jill said it herself, believe, believe, believe. It is believing. This gets into the stories. Whatever you believe is what you know. So there's a scripture also that says faith without works is dead. If you go a little further down, it says, I'll show you my faith by my works. A lot of yeah. times people have faith. They have faith and they say, I believe that he can, but do you believe he will? Do you believe that you will? Do you really believe in the vision that you set before yourself? This is belief. This is faith. But faith is also accompanied with works. And when you really believe something, you already do it. Take an assessment of yourself. When you believe for something, you do it. You do it. That's it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Handle it. I'm telling you, your life will change. And that's with anything. Yeah. Fail your way to success. Be willing to fail. Um, and I love that you redefined it, that it's a part of the journey, basically. Every entrepreneurship, as I mentioned before, is about risk. So as a part of the journey, you are going to hear no's. You are not going to have everything work out 100% in your favor. But also back to faith, sometimes those things that don't work out are actually the things that are not supposed to work out that help you to that next level. It could make you, it could make you push a little harder. It can make you take another course. It can make wow. you go ahead and finally call your mentor or your team leader or whatever to that takes you to the next level. And so I, I try to, as a person who does walk in faith, I try to think of, okay, well, why didn't that work out for me? If it's accountability, then I'm assessing myself. But then also, maybe that wasn't meant for me. So what do I need to do? And it pushes me to the next level. Um, do you guys uh, have anything, Tamika, that you want to share that's coming up? Um, and then Jill, and we'll go ahead and close out. Okay, absolutely. Well, um, I will be facilitating an information session this upcoming Thursday talking um, about the legal benefits and advantages that my affiliate company offers, as well as a comprehensive way into how lucrative the financial possibilities can be with a, a network marketing company, a hybrid company. So it will be via Zoom. Um, that's this Thursday, the 29th of July at 7 p.m. And the Zoom site is sourceofincome.biz. And, and how can it be supported? Well, listen, just tune in, get the information, reach out to me so that um, that we, we can give you that additional um, info that you're looking for. Get the facts and be in a better position to make a well and informed decision. Even if that decision is no, let it be from a place of understanding what you are saying no to. I love it. And all thy getting, Get an Good understanding. understanding. That's right. Lastly, Jill. Yes, I love what Tamika said. Just gather your facts. This is just a fact-finding mission to see if this is right for you. So every day, actually, we have opportunity calls at 12 and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's, uh, it's about half an hour. A couple of folks come on. They share their health transformation, their health testimony, how they've been set free from a myriad of symptoms that have plagued them. And then um, somebody hops on and shares their business testimony and how this opportunity has transformed their lives. So they're really powerful. They're really short. 
It's a Zoom call. You can be a fly on the wall and just see if this is the right fit for you. And so um, all somebody has to do is text me 919-632-0156. I'll send you the Zoom link and hop on and, uh, and then we can chat afterwards. I love it. So uh, hopefully you all got the information that has been scrolling across the screen for all of them throughout this entire um, show. One of the things that you can do, though, is go back and you'll see them again because this is on Facebook and it's also on YouTube. You can share it with your network and they can also get the information and see it. I'm glad this was helpful. I've seen in the comments. And I want to thank you all for being a part. This is something I will continue. So if I ask you back, don't be surprised um, because this is, I think, an important tool back to what James was saying as life changes and the pandemic and so many other things have shifted our lives. Many people are realizing that they do need another source of income and network marketing is an awesome opportunity to come in at a low cost with a system already put in place for them in order to achieve their win. Um, and one of the things I wanna tell folks is if to become a sponsor of any of our shows, to be a part of any of our shows in any way, we have low cost opportunities for entrepreneurs to get their voice heard. Today, I am highlighting my nonprofit, Beauty 180 with my coffee mug. So if you have a business and it has a coffee mug or you can get one made just for me, I've had people do that. I'll use your mug during the live and hold it up and share your business. And so today, Beauty 180 is my nonprofit, supports women and families in transition, coming from prison, homelessness, domestic violence scenarios, and then also tragic divorce where they're left with nothing. Um, my nonprofit is a tool to help them to uh, get to the next level and not be uh, drowned in despair. So. Go to beauty180inc.com, I mean, .org, I'm sorry, beauty180inc.org to learn more about that. And so Dexter and Tanya mentioned that they have an opportunity called Tomorrow Night at 8. You can join at the link included or text um, at the telephone number for more information, okay? So this is all going to be right before you. All you got to do is rewind a little bit once this ends. Teresa says, awesome information. Dr. Sandra says, great session. Carrie says, thank you very much, all so very much for your time and for sharing. This shifted me. How many people loves that? I love that. How many of y'all love that? This shifted, we shift, shift, shift. That's what I was looking to do, to shift some mindsets, um, to realize that so, a lot of the stuff that's in us is bigger than us. And we have so much to share. We are to be a light for someone else, for the kingdom of God. Of course, first, you guys know, I talk about God and Christ uh, during my show. Um, and so I believe that everything that we've shared today, hopefully it has, I believe it's been a light and hopefully you feel the same, but we know that Carrie Lynn does. Thank you all. Dr. Sandra Wall Williams says, and then Mona says, great info shared. Yes. All right. So I want to thank you once again, to my guests, we're going to go ahead and close out and we will see you next time on Coffee and Collaborations Presents the Ultimate Fan Podcast. Check us out at Coffee and Collaborations Media on YouTube and at Coffee and Collaborations on all platforms. Thank you to our sponsor, 
industry image for all that you do. You guys have a great day. You too. Take Thank care. you so much. Yeah. Thank you.